Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Happy Sabbath, Sister Noreen. Happy Sabbath, family. And I want to also wish Sister Dell, happy birthday, Sister Dell, again, too, sending my love to you as well. And I know tonight there's a lot of us on the line that are going through some battles. We're going through struggles in our marriages, family life, finances. But I want you to know today, it is finished. The battle is over. Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords in our lives today. Amen. And I'm going to sing the song, It Is Finished. There's a line that's been drawn through the ages. On that line stands an old rugged cross. On that cross a battle was raging for the gains of man's soul or its loss. On one side marched the forces of evil, all the demons and the devils of hell. On the other, the angels of glory, and they met on Gargaster's hill. The earth shakes with the voice of the conflict, the sun refuses to shine. For there, as God's son in the balance, and then through the darkness he cried, it is finished, the battle is over, it is finished, there'll be Had been won. 
then I heard that the King of the ages has fought all my battles for me, and victory was mine for the claiming, and now praise his name I am The battle is over, it is finished, there'll be no more war, it is finished, the end of the conflict, it is finished, and Jesus is Lord, it is finished. Conflict. It is finished, and Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. It's finished, my brothers and sisters. The battle is over. Jesus is Lord. Amen. 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 What a powerful song, my sister. Praise the Lord. Sister Thomas, I was truly blessed and I come into agreement. The battle is over. It is finished. It is finished. Praise the Lord for blessing our hearts tonight with that, with your music ministry. Hallelujah. And we are going to turn the program over to our visionary founder of the Button to Christ Ministries, none other than Brother Patrick Baker. Happy Sabbath, Brother Patrick. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Sister Maureen. Just want to say happy Sabbath to all those who are listening from around the world. We are so grateful and thankful. Just want to say again, thanks for all the prayers. And uh, really grateful. Um, just a couple of things. I just want to say happy birthday also to Sister Bell. You're always a willing soldier. And we just pray that the Lord's blessing will be upon you continually. And we are so happy to hear Pastor Williams. I've been receiving several calls. How is Pastor Williams? We haven't heard you. So, Pastor Williams, you have many people around the globe that loves you. So, we're praying for you, even though you don't hear us. Many prayers going up. Because just today, the day before, the day before, people are asking, Pastor Williams, how is he? You know, so, we just want to let you know, Pastor, that we love you. And we're praying for you and your wife. And hearing that things getting better. And she's feeling much better, so praise the Lord. Um, I want to mention a little bit of what, about what Brother Andrew says. You know, um, last Sabbath we had a, a battle and a march there. We had a young man who walked in and wanted to be delivered. And the thing about it is, 
he walked into the sermon and I was doing the sermon about Jezebel's spirit. And that was part two. I'm getting some requests that I should do that sermon again, the same sermon I did on Tuesday. So if you haven't listened to it, you have to make sure you go on YouTube and listen to that sermon. That was God sending me that word. And here is a part three that he's given me of the Jezebel spirit, that deceitful, wicked spirit that works within women and men. You know, so it's not only Ahab's spirit. It's a Jezebel spirit that works through Ahab. It works through men who are weak and who surrender their leadership. You know, so it's very powerful. And uh, um, what I'm saying here, the young man walking while I was preaching there, I saw him listening. And then I noticed he disappeared. And I know I mentioned it, that somebody ought to go. And when the Lord is giving me a word, if something is going on, I'm stopping the sermon. It's not about me. I will stop the sermon and say, go get that young man. You know, so, you know, afterwards, the sermon was over. He came back inside. And he said that he couldn't stay. He was coming under attack. But he, he came to the altar and said he wants to be rescued. And that was after asking the Lord to send Elijah power. You see, the only power in these last days can counteract the deceitful, jealous, wicked spirit is the Elijah power. And that's why the Lord says before, Malachi, you can go to. He says, before the day of the Lord, the Lord is going to send Elijah again. And that's Elijah power. Mercy, Lord. Some powerful thing is going to happen. So I can't wait. I'm just waiting to see what the Lord is doing. But imagine tonight, as we open the word, I'm going to talk a little bit about some accursed things that we do some things that we do because every day we're getting the same thoughts, the same requests, people are struggling with the same issues. So this young man, while he was there, it was a heavy case praying for him at the altar. And um, my prayer partner mentioned that he had something on him. So we asked him what he had on him. And he said he had a crystal. So he went outside and he took the crystal out of his pocket and he returned. After much prayer again, we realized that he was wearing something around his neck. The thing about it is that a lot of people don't fully understand the spiritual warfare. He was fighting, genuinely think he's doing something to protect himself. And the only way to protect ourselves from the devil is the word of God. It feeds upon the word until there's no more room. I'm telling you that God is doing some mighty work here, brethren. And we have to just be ready for the next level. So when I was praying for this young man, knowing that I've just preached about the Elijah power, 
I call and ask God to send down the Elijah power. And three people now confirm that they seen the power. Three to four people, the power came down like a whirlwind inside of the sanctuary. Four people experience it. So we're not making it up. The point we're saying it's high time and this Elijah power is going to fall. But we have to be ready and be serious about our walking with Jesus. So I'm encouraging you tonight to let you know that God is still fighting for us. We heard a woman of God this morning. You weren't on the prayer line. You got to get a copy just to listen. You heard a woman of God this morning, five o'clock, share about her journey and what, how the Lord led her to this ministry. Wow, it's powerful. You know what that is saying to me? When she was sharing her testimony, I felt the spirit of the Lord and I knew within my head that this woman of God is going to work with us in this ministry. Like, I was just getting that thought. And then she shared something powerful, Brother Royce. She shared that her friend gave her, told her about the ministry. And her friend comes on the prayer line, and I know she's on tonight. She's a regular on the line, but she never say a word. But that's all right. <laughs> so what happened? She said her friend was on her computer, and the button to Christ pops up and start playing. And she was like skeptic to say, wow, watch this until the Lord impressed her to continue to watch it. The same thing happened with Brother Rice. We have witnessed in Australia, you heard Brother Rice. The ministry pops up several times on his laptop. He didn't type in Buttons of Christ, you have no idea. The point I'm trying to say is that God is getting some people together. It's not about me. If I don't live right and do the right thing, God will move me. It's not me. It's the work of God that is going to be completed. That is fire time. So God is directing a lot of people in this direction to say, listen, you're going to warfare, you're experiencing things. Like, I have the opportunity in speaking to that woman of God who gave the testimony. And wow, when you hear what she's going through and how the Lord is fighting and leading her, you just say, wow, Lord, you're setting up something. You, you're getting ready for some power that's going to be poured out. God's people, all of us, have to put ourselves in a position to be used by God. Avail ourselves and be ready. God is raising up people in different countries and telling them about this ministry and it's putting together a last day movement. 
And don't worry about it because uh, it doesn't matter. It's too power. You're going to have opposition in everything. You're going to have opposition in your family. You're going to have opposition in the church all around you. It's a battle and a march. So we have to come to terms with this and recognize that we are in the last days and we are going to experience some power more than Peter and Paul and that days when Jesus is walking here. It's higher power now, higher level. I am excited, brethren, and I'm just saying praise to God that he's coming again and we are to be ready. And I don't know about you, but I'm telling the Lord to get me ready. I want you to turn with your scriptures with me tonight. And then I'm going to share some things, just a few, that we need to stay away from. I am really shocked to know that most times when we talk to people who are coming under attack, that they don't have full knowledge of things that they need to stay away from. And it's really need a lot of teaching. It really need a lot of us to really teach people what we ought not to do, not to eat, not to drink, what we need to stay away from. So I am truly grateful for what the Lord is going to do. So let us pray right now. Father in heaven, great God, we are so grateful and thankful for your goodness and your mercy towards us. Lord, I'm asking you to send on your fire. Lord, on Tuesday night, we ask for the Elijah power. And the Elijah power came down with power. But Lord, I know we're trying to pray for that young man to be free. But when we recognize that he have all this protection upon him, how many things under his shirt to protect him? Father, the demon was laughing and said, they have rights. They ain't going anywhere. Give us the wisdom and the knowledge, Lord, to know that we cannot tap into certain medium. We need to stay with Jesus. Lord, I pray tonight that all your people around the globe who are listening to this prayer line will wake up spiritually and we will recognize that this is really a war here. Don't wait until it's too late, like many people, like what happened in Noah's day. They heard about the flood all their life, but nobody believed. Help us, oh God, not to be a castaway, but to be truly believed and to follow you. We just want to worship you now. And thank you. May you guide your words. May your words touch hearts. And may our souls be watered. This is my humble prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to turn with me in your Bibles to First Timothy. Chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. First Timothy, chapter 4, verses 1 and 2 we're doing tonight. 
And it says, now the Spirit speaketh expressively that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Lord of mercy. Let me just read verse 2. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, hypocrisy, and having their conscience seared with hot iron. Oh, wow. This is very, very powerful. Very powerful. In the last days. You know, we've we, we heard these things over and over, and we're just not getting it. We heard that Noah preached for a hundred and plus years. And all the people heard and just laughed and mocked until the day when the Lord shut that door. And then after, the rain started. You see, when the door was shut, the rain didn't start immediately. It waited, and people were doubting and laughing. And the Lord says, so shall it be again. And it seems like we can't get it, even when we heard it. We heard about it. We just can't connect with it because it's a spiritual thing. Spiritual things are spiritually discerned. If we don't seek the relationship with God, we're not going to take the warning and the heed. We're not going to stay away from what will kill us because we're spiritually blind and we're deceived. So uh, let, let's look back at verse 1. It says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressively that in the latter times, shall depart not a time some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devil if there's ever a time you hear people debate over things like is Jesus God I said it over and over because I'm hearing it and it's split in the church. Is Jesus God? Jesus never said he's God. I'm asking you a question. Why do you debate over this? You haven't studied the rest of the Bible, but you, you are on this every day. The Holy Spirit is not God. And that's all we reason about. You see, the Bible says in the last days, a lot of things going to happen. A lot of people is going to fall away from the faith. How do you think people are going to fall away? They're going to be listening to some other doctrine that sounds almost true. You got to remember here, um, I did a sermon about the publican and the Pharisee when they went to pray. They went to pray about the midday, the same time. 
and both of them were dressed up proper. They went into the sanctuary to pray. So the both of them were prayer warriors. Nobody couldn't tell who is who. You can't tell who is who from the physical eyes. No problem. The Lord says by their fruit you will know them, but that's when you climb the fruit tree and you examine the fruit closely. You know what I mean? You have to know about the fruit. So here now, both of them went up in the sanctuary to pray. And one prayer and said, thank God I'm not like him. I pay my tithes. It was all self. And the other one just smote his chest and said, Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Two different prayers because it depends on what's in the heart. When people seen them going up to the church, they thought both of them were good Christians because we don't know the heart. We don't know the heart. In these last days, there's going to be a lot of people falling away from the truth. And it's going to be a lot of some of your families. People who teach Sabbath school, they taught Sabbath school for years. Remember, we heard that testimony this morning. And a prayer request of somebody who in the church for years and now they walk away. They were they were elder before. They were taking part in the church, active leader. And they walk away from the truth. The Lord is warning us and saying this last day, a lot of people are gonna walk away from the truth, listening idly. Just listening. It's so important to go back to the word and not to debate the word. You see, when we debate the word and in heated conversation, it's going to turn into something that will bring anger. Is that of God? Think about it. If somebody comes to debate you and prove to you that Jesus is not God, and you having a heated conversation for two hours, is that going to bring animosity, hatred, revenge? What do you think? The point I'm saying is that God is warning and saying, these things are going to come in the church in a subtle way and many bright stars, the light is going to go out. So if we know all of this, then, how can we save God ourselves from it, then? Hello, somebody. Think about it. What are you going to do about it? What would you do? What do you plan to do? What do you plan to do? In the last days, many are going to follow it. And a lot of people didn't know that they were going to be falling away. They thought they were a good Christian and they are defending the faith. What do you think? Some will depart. There's a danger 
of deception, deceiving spirits. There's a danger of false teaching, doctrines of devils, doctrines of demons. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. God is saying these things are going to come through and people are going to leave and depart from the faith. You think the word is not powerful and the word is not true? Have you seen some of your family members who are in the church just depart? Because they don't have faith any longer. If somebody disappoints them and they blame God and turn away from God, they are gone. God is asking you, is the deceiving spirit getting you? What is it? If you look at it, that Satan launched an attack against God. There was war in heaven. If there was war in heaven, where God had his throne, what about on earth? Where we are his handmaid. No wonder in Revelation the Lord says, Woe be unto those down on the earth here, because the devil has gone out to make war. He come down to make war with God's people. It's not going to be easy. It's really war. But God is saying, listen, it's so powerful how God uses his prophet to give us this. First Timothy 4, verse 1 especially. Now the Spirit speaketh expressively, clearly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirit, Jezebel spirit, a lot of false doctrines. God is asking you, are these things really getting to you? How do we counteract it? I want to let you know that it's really a sad moment when I speak to a lot of people who do not know spiritual things. Do you know that um, yoga is evil? Did you know that yoga is an open door? I've studied it. I've prayed about it. And the Lord showed me. Yoga is high-level danger. I share several testimonies about yoga. I don't have time to go through it now. But how many of our people say it's nothing? It's only an exercise. We're doing it. We're doing acupuncture. Hypnosis. All of these are high-level power of Satan power. But a lot of God's people don't believe. What about martial arts? Karate. It's high-level demonic. Bruce Lee, when he cut the blocks and do all these things with his hand, it's not him. It's a demon. You see, there's so many documentary concerning martial arts. 
if you notice that they always bowing to a master. And if you were to go into a Chinese place, the God they are bowing to is a Hindu God. It's from India. It's a lot of history behind it. Martial arts, karate, taekwondo are all linked to the occult. If you are involved in it or your children, you have trouble on your hands. If you are a born again and you want to come higher, these are powerful open doors that will destroy you. Horoscope is another deceptive power. Some of us are locked into horoscope from way back in your island. So everything you do, you go and look on your sign and see what sign you're under. These are high-level power. Horoscope will open powerful doors that will destroy us. We can't deal with it. I mentioned hypnosis that we can't deal with it. These are heavy-duty power. The Lord warns us about. We can't take part of it. We have to be careful. We ought to be careful. I want to tell you a spirit of divination. Divination is some gifts that people have, but it's demonic. When you can, it's almost like psychic. You can do things. And you, you know, you said, and some people are so used to people working witchcraft that some people will say to you, oh, um, the person told me that they see this. Anybody telling you, I see this about you and start to read you, that's spiritual divination and witchcraft. We love to know about ourselves, but these are open doors. Fortune tellers that tell you your future. These are high-level demonic power. We are to be careful of these people, palm readers. These people are high-level. They tap into the satanic cult, you know? The Ouija board, Ouija board is a game. A lot of the games are high-level power again that will open doors and cause demons to attack you and your children. Um, Pokemon and many others, you know, is not good for your children. You know, it will cause you to have out-of-body experience. You know, if you have many dreams that you see yourself looking down on yourself, you know, that's an out-of-body experience. You've got to check yourself, you know what I mean? If you think that you have power can come out of your body, that is deceptive spirit. A lot of these things are leading away God's people from the truth. And many people are going to fall away from the church because we start to listen to a lot of these things that bring in no glory to God. Crystal, anything to do with dreams and reading of dreams and you go and reading books to tell you how to decipher your dream, it's not of God. I'm telling you. What did they, Daniel did when he had the dream? He go to the source. Go to God. You don't need any dream book to tell you and to interpret anything. That's an open door again that the enemy is opening. Anything to do with magic, 
somebody said, oh, magic is just an illusion. It's not real. Magic is 100% demonic. You cannot have your children go to anything where there's magician. If you notice, they're bringing in the magician in everywhere. I know on that um, TV channel, I heard about it, where you go um, to perform your music. Um, uh, they brought magician on. And you know the tens of thousands of people watching that? And all that spirit now will go and attack people around the world, that magician power that works through divination. People don't understand. They're just jumping in, having no idea that this thing is really serious. God is asking us, what are we doing? Are we really ready? Anything to do with tarot cards, people reading a card and telling you your future, that's definitely demonic. You know, there's many religions that is demonic. You don't have to ask because of the ritual, like Hinduism. They have many gods. They don't believe in the one and true God. There's many that with Mormons, Jehovah Witness. There's many. They don't believe. If you just go and do your own research, this is the last days. A lot of deceptive spirit is going to come and false doctrine that going to pull people from the church. I mean, when I was doing the sermon, I spoke about LNG White. A lot of people say that LNG White had certain symbols on, his, on her grave. And I mention it. When you read Ellen White writing, it's inspired, powerful. You can't be the same if you read Step to Christ. You can't be the same if you read Desires Ages. You cannot be the same if you read The Great Controversy, Ministry of Healing, Mind, Personality, and Character. There's several books that carry so much power. So they could have 23 Mesa symbol on her grave. She's dead. It meant nothing. People can sabotage. They can go and put it on. They can do anything. We have to use wisdom. If they call Jesus Belzebub and say he works on the devil, what do you think they're going to call us at Bunter Christ? What do you think they're going to call us? Are you going to be fooled and, and sway every direction the wind blow? You've got to know whom we serve. We, can't, we have to be careful what we're getting involved in. There's several people still burning frankincense and mud. If you burn frankincense and more in your house and your excuse is, oh, they gave it to Jesus, the three wise men, you need to really smarten up and go to God. If you don't understand certain things, you need to go to God. I'm telling you, anything to do with new age and wearing things on your hand for balance and saying all these things, oh, I can wear, we're jumping on any bandwagon. When was the last time we go into some serious fasting and dedicate our lives to the Lord? Other than listening to some things that go against the principle of God and involved in all different types of occultic games. God is saying no. 
anything to do with cutting yourself or blood, it's not of God. We really need to turn to Jesus. We really need him more than ever before. God is asking you tonight, make up your mind. He said that many is going to fall away from the faith in the last days. Don't we see now how it's easy for us to get discouraged? It's so hard to keep God's people encouraged. I don't think we get it. Do you know what happened to Jonah? In the bottom of the whale, in the bottom of the ship? Imagine yourself in that whale's belly because of disobeying God. What if God was to put some of us in the bottom of a whale because of how we lies and how we steal? What if God was to do that? What if God was to give us a real test? You're in the bottom of a whale. One day passed. You can hardly breathe. All you do is praying and crying and begging God. You can't even move your hands. You're quashed up in the whale belly. Alive still. I don't know how he got his ear supply. Mercy. What if you are in that predicament? What if God is going to take you through that so we can wake up? It wasn't easy for all the disciples of the Lord. And God is asking us tonight, are you really ready to take the journey? You know, I'm going to continue with a sermon similar tomorrow. Are we really ready to be tested and tried for Jesus? Don't we recognize that this is the last days? This is not the days when they were killing the disciples and they were trying to fight. It's more serious. If the devil was enraged that time, the rage is 10 times more now because you know that the judgment hour is coming soon. So what do we expect? We're going to go through trials. We're going to go through temptation. It's going to be a tough time right now. We need to just get ready, brethren. Because if we are easily carried away by little things that happen and little things you hear this and we believe and we jump on it and say, it's true. I'm not going back to church. The devil is just laughing. He's laughing right in our faces. We are to stand firm for Jesus. Stand firm, virgin. We can't be caught away. I want to tell you this, that a lot of these things that I just shared, A lot of people are getting caught up in it. If you start to go and do a lot of yoga meditation, you're into karate, you're training, after a while, you don't want to hear nothing about God because your mind is going to be programmed and then programmed with things of your cult and idolatry. The devil is doing a work and we're not even seeing it. And all of a sudden we're saying, oh, I don't see anything wrong with that. That's okay, man. It's a new age now we're living. That's all right. 
we start to compromise in its highest way. God is asking it tonight. Are you paying attention to what's going on around the world, spiritually? Every day, I'm in prayer and I'm saying, Lord, I want to do more for you. You know, I'm praying and say, Lord, send us the money that nobody has to work. We're going to set up offices around the world and, and television station, and we're going to bring the word with power all over the world. I'm saying to the Lord, Lord, we need the money. Please, Lord. That's my prayer, Lord. It's not to buy a house in Beverly Hills. I'm asking the Lord for the money to spread the gospel message so that people will see and know that Christ is at the door. People need to know that he's coming soon. We need to sound the alarm. God is asking you tonight, are you really ready to sound the alarm? Please, brethren, I'm appealing to you tonight before we close. That the Lord wants to do more. What he's saying is trying times and people are leaving the faith. Because of false doctrine, because we're listening to everything, seducing spirits. God is asking you, how are you going to hold on? What if everything was to be taken from you? Would you still hold on? Or would you say, no, God, you don't love me. It's done. Because we are wrapped up in the world. You don't get it. Listen, you know why a lot of people don't have a lot of money? Because God don't allow us to have it. Because if we have it, pride comes in and we won't even do our, our duty. Pride will take over. But when you're converted, and it's not about money. It's not about what you can get and what you can buy. It's a different thing. It's a different knowledge. God can now give you all the money you need. And it's not running and trying to be better and trying to spend and do this. No. You are level-headed because you are converted. There's a deeper calling. Money is no issue. God owns everything. But when we are in a predicament and we start to cry and worry, we don't really understand God. When you're going through certain things and we're struggling, what we need to do is build a relationship and say, Lord, come in. I need to hear from you, Lord. Don't give up. Because sometimes something that you want is not what God wants for you. But some people are saying, Lord, I don't care if it don't work out. Just give me it, Lord. That's how foolish we are. Instead of falling on our knees and say, Lord, whatever is thy will, Lord, just whatever pleases you, Lord. Just go ahead of me, Lord. Leave me. I will follow. I will follow, Lord. Whatever you're going to give me, that's what's good for me, Lord. Sometimes you ask the Lord for something. And he just wants you to give him the lead. And then God can turn around and give you the same thing. But you got to let it go. I remember I was speaking to a businessman who's an Adventist. 
And he said to me, there's one thing I don't want. I don't want to be poor. So whatever God, God can take me to any trials, but I just don't want to be poor. You know something? His businesses were taken away from him. But when he said that, I was like, wow, how could you say that? And I said to him, for me, I'm willing to give up anything for the Lord. It doesn't matter what I'm holding on to. I just tell the Lord, take anything, Lord. That's when you understand the power of Christ. That if you have something and you think you have to hold on to it, that's self-speaking. It's not even you. The spiritual lesser pass way over your head. We don't get it. Most of the sermon the Lord has given me, it, it's a deep spiritual lesson. You have to stand back and kind of just allow it to marinate, come inside of you and work. It's not a surface thing the Lord is showing you. It's not your regular do this, do this. No, it's deeper. It's a deeper understanding and comprehending God. That if God controls everything and he says he's not giving you this and you have to suffer, I'm willing to suffer. But a lot of people are not willing. They're saying, but God, but God. You know what? In the end, they are the people that really suffer because they don't know God. They don't trust God. God is saying in closing that we, we ought to stop from listening to false doctrine, false things. Let's stick to the word of God. And trust me, the Lord will lead us. May God just bless you tonight. May you just kind of look in that one verse, especially that one verse. First uh, Timothy 4 verse 1. Just look into it. And there's so much to dig out of it. You know, I could go and talk about seducing spirit, what they are. We could talk about state, you know. But, but what I want us to get from it is that many people are leaving the faith because they are listening to lies. They are listening to things that doesn't match up with the word of God. Man's interpretation, man's knowledge, instead of looking to Jesus. God is saying, look to me in the last days. Because all the false doctrine going to sound almost true. And you know when you're going to know it's not true? When it's too late. Your probation is closed. Don't take that chance. Stick to the word. And if you don't understand something, go to God. If you have a struggle believing that Jesus is God, if the Holy Spirit is God, go to God. May God just bless you tonight and May say shine upon you, and may you gain some peace and blessings. In Jesus' name, as we will now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.